When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ears Up, and this is our Christmas show. It's our only show for December, baby. Yeah, just we, we give ourselves a day off in December. Yeah, why not? Our busy schedule. <laughs> yeah, why not? What else are we going to do, right? You know, yeah. have another show about, I don't know what, old people? Nah. Yeah, the history of the old person in the Those parks. are my shows, okay? <laughs> yeah. That is true. Eric does have an affinity for the older generation, which, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't mind too much. We have a good show for you because you know what happens on our Christmas show? It is our letters to Santa CEO. Unfortunately, <laughs> it does just happen to be Bob Iger. Again, I didn't think this would happen. You know, too many times more, uh, but you know, you thought Chapek would have taken back over after last year. Yeah, I think he would have like come through like the lion that I know him to be. <laughs> no, you know, what sure. I mean? he's gone. I know. I wonder what he's doing. Uh, that, that I'm actually curious about that too. Like you know, going on various wine tastings, I would imagine, or buying another, uh, you know, cult. I mean, he has plenty of money. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, with us today, of course, is uh, Taryn and Eric, but we have some special guests with us, and I don't know how we... This is a Christmas miracle, everybody. We have Jeremy here on the main show. Jeremy, hi, bud. It feels good to be back on the main show. It's been a while. Yeah, a Christmas minus a day or whatever math you did, whatever Jeremy math happened. <laughs> um, and then we have the lovely Miss Beverly back on the show. Hello, Beverly. Hi. Hi. It's Uh-oh. been a long time since we've seen you on this Very long. Um, it's been a while. Show. Yeah. How you been? I've been good. Yeah, just working. Yeah, you got a nice just working. white cinder block wall behind you. It looks great. It's not cinder block. They're um, but they're like acoustic. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. Terrence is at the other church. Oh, you have two churches now. Wow, we have two campuses. So, oh, will... they're called campuses now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually camp high. Um, oh. I'll be I'll be back in my office in about fifteen minutes. I just had to take care of something real quick. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so you jumped so he's in on the show. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, I am on the show. Too. What I'm, what I need to take care of is happening right now, so I don't have to come into work Friday. What is it? Uh, there's some videos that we need to put on the screen, so that I don't want to oh. have to come in tomorrow. So I just got the last video I need, like nice. three minutes ago. Cool. You got to put it on the screen. All right. No. Well, we'll see you in a bit, Not- Terrence. Thanks for thanks for coming in. I'm here for now I appreciate and then that. I'll be gone for five minutes and okay. then I'll be back on ah, and he's like the okay. roving reporter it's like during a hurricane we're like alright go down to the other end of town and see we're if gonna there's we're going to hear live from reporter Terrence Green who is in the middle of the storm with no pants on Terrence how's a look down there thank you Chet well uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so we have our letters to Santa Iger today I'm really excited about it uh, I've worked long and hard on mine of course my wish list and um, I hope everybody else has done the same because I'm very excited. But apparently I did tell tell some people they don't have to do it, which I don't know. I don't know why I would do that. Wow. You did it. Yeah. So that's. Did you tell it to me? No, I didn't tell it to you, Eric. You are okay, on the good, show. I did you, yeah. You need to do it. You were just desperate okay. to have people on the show. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you guys got to do. Just do, come on. It'll be great. It'll be so good. Somebody. Yeah. We were talking a little bit um, about next time people are going to the parks. And if you guys are going to the parks and if you want some help going to the parks and planning that vacation and making reservations and doing all the boring stuff that nobody really wants to do, all you really want to do is go to the parks and have the experience. It's all the lead up work, especially if you've been to Disneyland or Disney World by now. You already know how to do it. Like your first time, I get it. You're giddy and you're doing research and you go, well, when does this open and, and how long is, you know, whatever. Let concierge do it. Go to concierge.com. Let them plan your vacation for you. You give them the dates, you give them a credit card, and then they come and gingerly wake you up when it's time to go on your trip. They'll enter your house. You have to give them a copy of your key and they will enter your house and then they will gingerly wake you up with a nice soft back rub. Like, yeah, hey, sweetie, it's time to get up. you a little bit. Yeah. 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 Eric physically does it. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I make coffee and some toast. <laughs> yeah, everyone else astrally projects, and then <laughs> they're in. Uh, in uh, I'm the yeah. only one that goes on site. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He's a supervisor. But yeah, check him out, concierge.com. They're going to help you not only plan your vacation, they'll help you book all those reservations and do all the stuff like uh, dining reservations and, you know, what is Lightning Lane and what rides have and what don't. Instead of you sitting at the Google machine or the Bing machine, binging, binging your way through life, let concierge oh do it for you. It's free of charge. It costs nothing for you. And it, it uh, means everything to your family, I imagine, maybe, because then you don't have to stress about it. And then, you know... I don't want to buy you a churro. I'm upset because I had to sit on hold for 45 minutes to get this reservation. And dadgummit, I'm, I'm, my stomach hurts, you know, or whatever. I don't know what people do. Stummy, okay. Yeah. That's what people okay. do. That's what they do. Yeah. They just use baby words all the time. Stummy, yeah. And right, I love that. That was grandpa. Anyway, concierge.com, everybody. Should we just get embarrassing stuff out of the way for a second? Oh, let's, there's, have, there's yes, embar- let's embarrass yes. ourselves. Yeah, I have just... hemorrhoids. Like what? It, what <laughs> the advertise? Well, show you just them. went from yeah. zero to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, zero hemorrhoids to a hundred apparently, or <laughs> zero down to hero too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's time for the the giveaway for uh, because I was talking about a couple shows. Um, we have two giveaways tonight that we're that we're doing tonight. One is on Patreon, and you don't have to do anything for that. If you're a Patreon member, you're in you're in the thing, and we're gonna draw your. Um, your name probably on the secret show. I think we'll do that. Yeah. Um, but then I put another thing on social media. It was like, hey, if you guys have a cool Christmas stories that are like Disney related or whatever, send them in, DM us. You can leave us a, uh, leave us a voicemail on our internet website now, our www.internetprotocol site and uh, drop us a story. I'm curious to see. And the winner is going to get a prize pack. Uh, we got we got no, no, no such stories. We no, no submissions. Not one. Thanks, not everybody. One. Yeah, not a single one. Which I blame myself because number one, I I posted like four days ago. Yeah. So there wasn't a whole lot of time. That's fair. Number two, I don't really use the Instagram. Like there's no there's no interaction anymore because I don't really like social media. I I I don't like it. So I just you I also kind of, called you it don't like the Instagram. Well, that's part yeah. of it. You yeah. don't like <laughs> you don't like doing social media. You like yeah. You like intaking. Well, sure. Who doesn't? You know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really like processing social media. I don't really like, you know, doing the promoting myself, I guess, promoting stuff. I don't like that. I don't, I don't okay. like doing that. So I haven't done it for a while. And all the posts you see are just kind of automated whenever we have a show, it posts. So there's like low engagement worthy content. So the algorithm just didn't feed it to as many people. And that's it's, it's my fault. I'm not blaming anybody. But uh, yeah, so I don't have any prize packs to give away. I mean, I do. I have three that I was going to give away, but I'm just going to give them to the uh, Patreon people. Sure. So we're going to do a big fat drawing tonight on Secret Show while we're drinking and uh, we'll have a good time. So uh, next okay. time we have a giveaway, which we still will because I still have a lot of cool stuff. I'm going to promote it for a little bit longer Yeah. than, uh, than one time on, <laughs> on Instagram, on the Insta. Yeah. And I would say maybe I think submitting a story might be a little intimidating. I wouldn't do I that. Know. Maybe. Unless it was a really great story. I can't imagine myself. Here's what I would have done. Uh-huh. If I saw it and I go, oh man, I'm intimidated by it. And then the next time it pops up on my feed and there's no submissions, like no one commented or I'd be like, oh, well, no one's going to do this. So I'm just going to enter and I'm going to win. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah. Maybe next time, just when you post, pull the, the, the Luke Skywalker photo off your wall and imply that that's one of the prizes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just hold and go, you can win prizes. <laughs> great. Nice. Send um, them a few socks. Yeah. And then they go, hey, bait and switch. No, I was just taking a picture of me and my friend, my buddy. <laughs> he Marcus, submitted something. Marcus yeah. Hamill. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. My uh, my bad. Uh, you know, you'd think I'd learn, but, uh, you know, having done this forever and ever. But, uh, you know, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And so I debated whether or not to just lie and uh, pretend that I had stories and use chat GPT to make up stories and go, oh, you know, big hamburger five, nine, eight. <laughs> You won. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? um, but I, I I can't do that. I'm too upfront and my uh my life is too much of an open book when I get in front of these stupid microphones. So I'm surprised. I mean about- the chat still has time. That is true. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, but yes. I, I'm surprised by, by two different things. I'm what? surprised one that nobody submitted just AI stories. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it would have been an easy win. 
Um, and two, that Jimmy didn't submit anything. That to me is a little shocking. Jimmy. Not, not Jimmy, Dan. Sorry. Dan. Dan. Oh. No, Dan would have submitted an AI thing. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't submit at all, which that, to me is shocking. And I'm like, did hasn't it? Did, he been barred from social media anyway? I don't think he's allowed I mean, to be on the internet. Likely. It's close. Yeah. It's real close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so too. We have a whole thing going on. It's it's fine. We're we're getting better with Dan. Um <laughs> he's getting better. Is he in the mental institution? There's more like, brain activity. <laughs> it's, I don't know. There's a little bit of electroconvulsive therapy and just mild, mild shocks. Sure. It's fine. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. And if you get on Twitch TV slash Dan, you can shock him as well. If you give 24 <laughs> biddies. Okay, well, let's do some stories. I don't have any news. So we also, why we have Jeremy here, number one, because we love the guy, but also we have a Spectro Radio, Spectro Time segment is what we have. I think it's been forever. Well, weeks since you looked at me. Yeah, it's been forever. Also that. Yeah. But. I love that song. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Jeremy, do you want to do Spectro Time first or do you want to oh. do it after stories? I'll leave it with you to decide that. Just like Taryn. Uh, okay, we'll do it afterwards. All right. So let's get into our dear ba- Santa Bob Iger story. All right. So who has stories? I do. And I do. Okay. And why are we calling them stories? They're not stories. They're, I don't letter- know. they're letters. Yeah, who what? cares? Don't worry I, about I, it. I I care. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. But the listeners might not. Do the listeners have, have letters? I mean, I guess we don't have. Uh, Terrence, do you have a, a letter from Santa Iger? No. <laughs> That's fine. Bev, <laughs> Welcome, do you have Terrence. One? Welcome to the show. Sorry, guys. Do you have a letter for Santa <laughs> Iger? Can't hear you now suddenly. You're muted, I think, which is yeah, rare. Yeah, it's because I forgot to press the button. It's been a long time. Sorry. <laughs> Some things never change. Yeah. I don't know how to work electronics. No, you told me I didn't have to, but I will create one in chat GPT right now if you want me to. I, th- I thought you were doing that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> well, I did. I'll read it. It's not good. One of you do it through ChatGPT, and one of you do it through Bing AI. <laughs> yeah, and then Google Bard. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me start. Let me let me start with mine first. Okay. We'll do mine. I never go first, and then we'll uh, you know we'll get to everybody else. What do you think of that? Sounds good. Love it. I wish I had music for it, but I don't. Can we just play like Christmas melody? The magic of Disney. <laughs> oh, jeez. Whenever Bob Iger farts, this is what you hear. <laughs> okay, here we go. Dear Santa Iger. Charming. Well, this is awkward, isn't it? Who would have thought we'd be rehashing this tired old segment yet again with you, but here we are. Two Bobs entered the CEO office and only one Bob exited. Only history will tell which one was the winner. What does that mean? Hell, if I know, but it sounds pretty cool, right? I know, I still need to work on that transition paragraph. When you sent me that bottle of wine and very, very nice case of limited edition Mountain Dew Code Red, I took it as a sign last year that you were reaching out, coming to terms with all the vibes with the Z that I've been sending you. Even though it was sent COD, I knew that game had, in fact, recognized game. But that was last year. And this is about this year, or this coming year, rather. So... I guess last year's letter was really about this year, and this year's letter is the actual letter. The, the point of the thing. Um, I thought that was going to be confusing, but it actually came out pretty good. Nice. Last year, for this year, I had asked you for five very simple things that would not only impress me, which is the main reason to do anything, but also heal those self-inflicted wounds you in- inflicted on the company's reputation. One thing I asked for last year was pay cast members a minimum of 20 bucks an hour. This did not happen. In fact, you left it at 14 and change and some 25,000 cast members had to sue you to even get an increase the city had passed previously, which might see them get 18 bucks an hour. I asked you to stop the move of Imagineers over to Disney World, which I'm thankful that you decided to listen to me on this one. However, the tithe you requested all of the affected Imagineers to pay me in reward is uh, unnecessary. So I, I would appreciate you. Know, they don't need to do that anymore. And asked you to fire Kim Irvine, which you didn't do, and that's your loss. Uh, number four, realize that people will pay for something. It doesn't mean that you should charge them for it. And I was talking about Lightning Lane specifically, all these little onesie twosie nickel dime stuff. Uh, the only note I had on that was just the word psych, because <laughs> didn't stop you at all. And uh, five, I had asked you, you know what, just do one price raise and not raise anything for like five years because they're getting really annoying and you're pricing people out of the parks. I knew it would be a long shot. So I can't really say that I'm mad that that didn't happen. I'm just really disappointed in you. 
So that was our last year slash this year recap. And honestly, I forget where we landed on that. But here's what I'm asking for in this year's letter for next year. The smiley face emoji. Number one, put someone in charge of nighttime spectaculars that knows what they are doing. You've had more than a few misses over the last several years. And we need to know that Disney still understands how to entertain rather than simply plop down their entire catalog of IP and start pointing to it looking over the crowd and going, eh, eh, maybe like someone from New Jersey. I don't know. <laughs> Number two, I have three words for you. Museum of the weird. It's time to give Rolly his due. And while the little candle man that you put in, uh, in the haunted mansion on both coasts is heart. It's nice. It's not really worth the legacy of one of my dearest and closest friends. Number three, dude, you know what I'd really love? A bike, like a really cool bike, like with the ones like the shocks and the forks. Like I've never had one like that. I would really, that would be cool. Number four, after much thought and deliberation on what this space could be, I have decided to go public with my desire to remove the Hall of Presidents in Walt Disney World. The political landscape of the last five years has poisoned the well, so to speak, and we need a space where we can go and not have to hear about those dusty founding fathers and what they would have wanted. Because really... Who cares anymore? Give me some Muppets already. Give me some entertainment. But yeah, it's time to mothball that fleet, baby. Now, in the interest of time, that's all of my humble requests. Honestly, I could go on all day, but there are other folks in here who you'll want to hear from. And I haven't been to the park since like 2019. So what do I really know? I just can't afford it. And maybe that's the point behind these letters, Bob. We aren't willing to deep dive into debt for you with these prices the way they are. And you don't really offer anything new that's of interest to me. I'm hopeful for the future, but for now, I'm slightly concerned. I never know how to end these things to you. Depravely yours, Jason. Dang. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. There we go. All right. Who wants to go next? I can't wait for next year when you remind him that he didn't get you a bike. (laughs) (laughs) All I wanted was a bike. Every part of me wants to just like anonymously buy a bike and just have it sent to your house. Like a small one. (laughs) Yeah, like a three inch, you know. Like a oh, hella man. small bike. That'd be so cool. I, I thought you were going in a different direction. I thought you were going to ask for Tron. Oh. <laughs> that would be cool. It's like a light cycle bike. No, just a bike for yeah. me. Well, there you go. Uh, Eric, why don't you go next? Man? Oh, I was going to go next. Why yeah. not? <laughs> oh, no. Terrence disappeared. Oh. <laughs> he hates the He's He out. hates the sound of your voice, Eric. I thought, yeah. He's going to drive to the other campus now for some reason i guess damn it terrence i don't know what he's doing he knows, man all i wanted was terrence's yeah. approval <laughs> he gone rude <laughs> well rudeness aside dear santa Iger, thank you for the card again this year as a d23 member i do deeply care about what you create and i'm happy to see that you recognize that i look forward to seeing letters from you for each of the ways i engage with your company's content like the vacation club and disney plus subscriptions about that Good luck next year in convincing Wall Street that a streaming service is a valuable commodity and not a massive money sink you hope we're all addicted to enough to pay $125 a month for. (laughs) We small-time shareholders will just watch our investment wildly fluctuate. Please don't worry about new IP. Most of us don't really uh, realize that all we want is the old junk again. I can't tell if I'm being sarcastic or not at this (laughs) point. I think I'm being sincere, actually. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Um, lower the budget of the next few Marvel things. The real fans will still come and see it. We'll put it on uh, on the background like we did when Paramount was uh, distributing Iron Man and Thor. On that note, please make sure that part two of Andor recreates the magic of the first and the Star Wars folks will be a bit quieter, quieter as well. Let Filoni do his things and I bet the jerks will all shut up. No. So the parks. Uh, if you don't have any real plans, could you just admit it? Maybe. (laughs) Zaddy tomorrow doesn't need to hold a giant press conference every year to show more of the same concept art. Maybe wait until you actually approve some of these things. If you don't want to build anything, we're probably fine with that, too. Just paint some railings a new color. We're in. Sorry for bossing you around so much. I swear I've been good. Let's get to the real requests. Please give the cast of Scraping the Vault some more direct-to-Disney-plus sequels and live-action versions so they don't run out of material. (laughs) 
Uh, also, please give us more Marvel content so PunyPod can talk for a few more years, too. Same request for the Bantha Milk Boys. I don't want them to have to resort to reviewing every episode of The Clone Wars one minute at a time <laughs> from their trailer behind the studio. You know where they hang out. Uh, speaking of resorts, please make an appearance on The Supreme Resort with Michael Eisner. Uh, we want to compare you to live. Hashtag Eisner wins a little bit. One last thing. Please give Jason a good time at Disneyland next month. If he has a bad trip to Disneyland, he might just rage quit and lock all of us out of the Ears Up studio. Yes, even the Bantha boys in their trailer. Okay, well, that's it, I guess. Thanks for another year of stuff to keep all of us podcasters talking at each other. I love you. I also want that dark saber <laughs> that I bought at, at Disneyland and shipped to my house, but it never showed up and nobody was able to help me get that thing resent to my house. Oh, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, way to end on a high note. They, wow. they just never, they're like, eh, sorry, it didn't show up and that's not our problem hey, anymore. I kind of gave up on pursuing the customer service angle. Oh, no. How come? I mean, it's probably a good chunk of change. Because I lost the receipt where I'm like, I don't have the oh, number. Man. Yeah. Well, I want to editorialize that yeah. a little bit, actually, Eric. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. You make a great point. And it's something that people are saying a lot right now, now that they've just unveiled Epcot's over overhaul. And it's that you would have been better off doing nothing. You closed this half of the park for five years so you could take out a fountain and put in a planter. At least what you build should at least meet what you replaced. It shouldn't be worse. Like, it should at least equal that. It, it actually should exceed what you had before. So I think you're absolutely right. They did this with Tomorrowland. Remember when they made it like they like it, it doesn't look futuristic anymore. And it, like now, but when you look back at old pictures of Tomorrowland in the 80s, it actually it looks more futuristic than it does now. There's so many times when then if they just used restraint and did nothing, they would have been better off than if they did something because they're not very good. Huzzah! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's, I just wanted to build on your point. There. I mean, this this whole letter was a mixed bag because I, I I'm happy that they're doing some things. I'm happy that that walls are coming down at Epcot, but I also um, want my dark saber. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, next time, take a picture of your receipt. Lesson learned. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never had problems shipping from Disneyland, mm. and I actually got we we shipped two things from the Disneyland hotel that trip. A a bowl like a a a a, like Trader Sam's like serving bowl and um that went fine. The dark saber saber never showed up and I lost that receipt and it was really hard getting things fixed and I never did and I kind of forgot about it. So it's partly on me. Sounds like it's mostly on you. To be honest with you. I bet your right. neighbor has it like on the wall, on his wall, like <laughs> above his bed or something. Damn you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Chuck seems like the kind of guy that would uh, screw with you. Um, I want to go next. Uh, okay. Taryn, why don't you go next? I'm not following Jeremy. <laughs> pushing me around. But wait, I have one too and it's trash. Uh, I still, I still <laughs> want to go next. Do it. Mine, mine, okay. I wrote mine and it's trash. Okay. <laughs> Dear Santa Iger. Tough year, huh? Streaming isn't doing well. Wish and Elemental are lame. You've oversaturated the market on Marvel and Star Wars. You've cut jobs, underpaid your employees, and you're quote-unquote disturbed by actors and writers wanting to be paid appropriately for their talent. Bro, let me help you out here. Here is my path to your success. Number one, just get rid of park reservations. It's annoying people, it's complicated, and I really don't believe it's solving the problem you want to solve. Number two, Yes, Let's queen. make sure Inside Out 2 <laughs> is good. This is mandatory. Number three, do nothing with Star Wars or Marvel for one whole year. Trust me on this. No one's going to forget about them. People will instead just be more excited when they return. Number four, stop doing interviews. You are personally out of touch and need to stop talking. Five, pay your employees a living wage. Six, finally... And I suspect you won't love this one, but resign. (laughs) Your time has come. You are very quickly becoming the next Eisner and no one wants that reputation. Now, 
Since I have gone out of my way to help you on your journey to success, or at the very least, not utter humiliation and ruin, I'd like the following in return. One, a four-night stay at the suite at the Disneyland Hotel. Number two, magic key passes with no blackout days and no reservations needed. Number three, free drinks at Carthay for life. (laughs) Number four. (laughs) Number four, well, actually, since I helped you so much, I want a free membership to Club 33 with complimentary meals and drinks for life. Yes, queen. Can you imagine? This chick, this chick over here. Uh, he, tell you what, why don't you quit and in exchange for this lightning bolt of an idea, give me free membership to the exclusive club, please. Thank you. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it really Only does. a few hundred uh, number, thousand dollars. Number five. These yeah. days. Finally, yeah. since you clearly missed it from my list last year, please reinstate the breakfast menu at Rancho Del Zocolo. Yes. Thank you for your time understanding and consideration. Now, last year I said, I love you from Taryn. This year, I'm just saying respectfully, Taryn. <laughs> Downgraded. <laughs> now oh, I no. know how I feel. Very that good, is, Taryn. That's my letter. Yeah. I mean, so right on the interview points. He doesn't real. first of all, he should be more disciplined when he's in these interviews. He doesn't realize how badly he comes across because he's been so, you know, when you're at that level, everybody just yeses you. And so he has no one checking him and saying, this isn't, this isn't what you should say. Like, this isn't a good luck. Totally lost it. And I feel like it's since he came back, he used to be good at this, but he took a year off. He went mentally um, down hill. And he's yeah. not he's not good anymore. He can't do this. How old is he? He's, he's bad. 72. <laughs> Eric knows. So, you know, right. have you all heard that? Well, he's how are they doing this? Okay, yeah, I guess. I do well, love him. I, what I mean is, like, you know how they say people, like, work to keep mm, themselves yeah. sharp, but then they die when they quit? Uh, yeah, like cops, like detectives and stuff like that. They do that a lot. Too. Do you think his brain like, died a bit? Maybe that year off. Really, his brain took I mean, too much maybe. of a break. He like, he's on. He sits on the board mm-hmm. of like a number of things. Yeah, I don't know. I think he. I think his his ego sort of got the best of him. Yeah, and he came back thinking you know his his white hat was tall enough, and it's not. Mm-mm. It's bad. Norman Peltz is eighty one, and he's trying to boss Disney around. So hell yeah, yeah. But he didn't. Not to not to go into the news segment <laughs> early. Yeah. Well, good job, Jared. He's got to go. And he's not going to, but... Oh, he's going to go in 2026. He's not helping. So there's that. He's not helping. So we got another few years of the man. 2026. Yeah. Isn't that right? No, it's <laughs> so far away. He, he just, he just extended it because he can't find it. I want to retire in 2026. <laughs> Same. <laughs> he just can't find... He just, for the life of him, he can't find anybody to do, his, to do as good of a job as he's been doing. He can't. <laughs> Which shows you how, what a narcissist this guy is. Yeah. No one can fill his shoes no. according to him. According to him. I wonder him, why tomorrow's that's... not ready. I wonder why tomorrow hasn't been ready. I feel like tomorrow's going to be the next guy. Because he, they're, they're going to make him put on jeans that fit him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he might have to buy why? a quarter zip sweater. <laughs> why would they do that? Terrence, what do you think? Either Terrence or the serial killer came back into the hallway. The serial killer. So he's either here or I'm going to die. Beverly, please come down the hallway. I I need help. Now my door's locked. Oh. (laughs) Never mind then. Are these these Cheetos for anybody? Can anybody take them or? Um, Bev, why don't you go ahead with your story? Okay. Dear Mr. Iger. I hope this letter letter finds you in the lap of luxury surrounded by piles of cash and Disney magic, as it's customary for someone of your stature. As the holiday season descends upon us like an overpriced churro cart, I couldn't resist the urge to drop you a line with my entirely reasonable and not at all selfish Christmas wishes. Firstly, could you arrange for a personal serenade by a choir of singing Disney characters? I hear Mickey Mouse has a particularly enchanting falsetto. I've always dreamed of having an animated creature I'm sorry, I've always dreamt of having animated creatures croon holiday tunes in my living room. Think of it as a Christmas concert, but with more talking animals. Next on the list, a private jet shaped like Cinderella's carriage. (laughs) Because nothing says happy holidays like sighing through the skies in a pumpkin. I'm sure the Federal Aviation Administration won't mind. Besides, I've always wanted to experience turbulence while sitting on a glass slipper. What? Well, <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. it's a mile high club in a different, uh, okay, different reality. That, that went in a, I didn't, 
I didn't pre-read this. <laughs> you just wrote it. You just went into a trance. Yeah, I just, I just, I out of body experience. Nice. Of course, no Christmas would be complete without a lifetime supply of Dole Whips delivered to my doorstep. <laughs> can you imagine? I figured this should be. Can you imagine? It's, be a, it's a life. It's a lifetime supply, but at once. <laughs> so like, here's 20 years worth of Dole Whips. Well, it's only like here's the, uh, four Dole Whips because nobody wants no, more than it's that. It's just on a pallet. Here you go. Here, here they are. They're all in perfect condition. It's up to you <laughs> to make melt. sure they don't melt. Yeah. Gross. Anyway, I figure this should be a piece of cake for someone of your influence. I mean, who wouldn't want frozen pineapple goodness available 24 7? Me. <laughs> Lastly, I hope this isn't too much to ask. Could you temporarily rename December? to December in honor of my undying love for all things oh Disney. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has a nice ring to it. And it would make explaining my constant Disney binge watching to my friends and family so much easier. I understand you have a few responsibilities running an entertainment empire, but I'm sure granting these whimsical requests would only take a fraction of your time. I'll be patiently wait. I'll be patiently waiting by the chimney for these treasures, and I'm sure Santa won't mind making room for your delivery. Wishing you the merriest holiday, filled with laughter, joy, and an abundance of Disney-themed extravaganza. <laughs> Extravagance, yours unapologetically, Beverly Moore. <laughs> wow. Boo. AI's got your number. I typed in, write a sarcastic Christmas letter to Bob Iger asking for Disney things and favors. Wow. That is. <laughs> wow. And it did it. That was really impressive for that. We are all yes. uh, out I of think, a job. I think the favor might have been the glass slipper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, that happened. Wow. Nicely done. I can't tell if, I, if I'm sorry that it happened or not. No. <laughs> that, good. That was, it was too good. Yeah. Yeah. Why haven't I been using this for my scary story? Right. I told you that last year. I told you that. Uh, yeah. You should do I was, it. I was afraid of AI last year. Oh, man. Now you, you use it every day. Every yeah, day. Now I'm afraid of it this year. <laughs> <laughs> I kept forgetting while you were reading that. And I was like, why is Bev writing it? Why, why did she write this? Like, <laughs> like, the way she speaks is different. She's using what? words that are have like two syllables. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Like rude words that even I'm going like, wait, what does that mean? Let's just be clear. I would never use Federal Aviation Administration. In a <laughs> you would say right. the airport cops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there well, you go. very good. Bev, I'm glad you put a lot of time and effort into that. Thank you. Thank that. you. Yeah, you're, welcome. you're welcome. All right, Terrence, what do you got? <laughs> is he driving to, to you now Bev who knows isn't he down the honestly hall? I'm gonna go check but if you hear screaming I'm being murdered <laughs> alright alright Jer hit us with your uh, with your story it's always good no one wants to follow a showstopper I'm glad it went before Jeremy yes dear Santa Iger each year I write this letter that's more poetry than prose in the hopes that that one listener won't call Jason and me reddit bros each episode of In-Depth, I bring stories mundane and sublime, but Jason is fearing my titles are starting not to rhyme. <laughs> but enough about that. Let's talk about you, Bob. It seems all this year you've made my head throb. The Epcot overhaul is something I just knew oh, that yeah. you'd botch, but I didn't think you'd build a planter that looks like a crotch. <laughs> <laughs> then there is Luminous, Epcot's new nighttime show. It's from the lessons of Harmonious I thought that you'd grow. I saw the new barges and thought, wow, what a good try. But this show is just a bunch of crap in the sky. It's time to admit you can't top reflections of Earth. So please bring it back and fill this great dearth. You can reuse these new barges, though a new globe you'll have to construct. But if you bring back the show, you might make a few bucks. <laughs> My next Christmas wish is about the hotels. Your designer's new changes are boring, are as boring as hell. Michael Eisner's architecture was all about art, but these latest designs are like a wet fart. <laughs> and now what about my annual pass and those park reservations? The system is nothing but pure aggravation. I can visit no problem daily, but only in the afternoon, except Epcot and Magic Kingdom on the weekends. Is all this really true? There's good to go days. We don't know what that means. Figuring this out makes me really want to scream. Too many twists, rules, and exceptions to mind. To figure this out, I need Albert Einstein. 
Do I need a reservation or do I not? With this system, it's time to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> yes. Then you've got Genie Plus, but also Lightning Lane. Why do you want to cause all your guests so much pain? <laughs> Getting rid of that free and easy fast pass is a decision that's really starting to chap my ass. <laughs> my final my final item isn't Maybe really like a wish. Slipper. <laughs> <laughs> my final item isn't really a wish, but let's not nitpick. It's more of a resolution to which I hope I can stick. I haven't done a Spectral Time segment in a while. I'm not making excuses like some little child. It just seems this year I've had some writer's block. It's not that I've spent all my time playing with my piano. <laughs> so in 2024, I will try to adhere to bringing Spectro Time segments back to your ears. Merry Christmas, Bob. Oh, very, very good. <laughs> good job, Outstanding. As always. I mean. What was your chat GBT prompt for that? So Bev can, can learn a little bit. <laughs> Make oh, it rhyme. Next time I need to sit, put in make it rhyme. Oh my god. <laughs> it's gotta rhyme. Uh yeah, I I tried to hold back with I actually edited out some of the cursing, but I you know I couldn't do all of it. I'm gonna let you use the beep where you feel necessary. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Yeah. Oh man. Absolutely loved it. Good stuff, Jer. That's why nobody could follow you. <laughs> it's just too good. Jason texted me to be on the show like hold on a minute. A month go. ago. And it was probably it was like it was like 1130 at night here. And I probably spent the next half hour. I was like, well, I've got to start writing my letter. I got like at least five uh, paragraphs of it done. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Very good. Always like it. Always look forward to it. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back. We have a Spectro Time segment. Jeremy, you want to tease everybody about what it's about? Uh, we're going to talk about the music of the best themed theme, theme park that Disney has, Animal Kingdom at Christmas. Oh, oh nice. cool. All right. Very good. All right. Hang on, everybody. It's ears up. We will be right back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gee, sorry guys, but that guy bought 14 churros. I'm all sold out. And now, back to the show. All right, thanks for sticking around, everybody. Because why wouldn't you want to stick around? It's literally the best segment we have on this show. We're making Jeremy feel too good. Yeah. How can, how can we make Bev feel good right now? Or, or Eric? Not calling Jeremy's segment the best? I don't know. I, yeah, okay. I mean... I mean, it kind of is, though. It's it kind of is. It's, it's been a while. He, I'm, I'm looking forward files. to it. I... <laughs> and Bev is just pretty. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know how to thank you. That's a so compliment. Are you. You're all <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I think Karen's is here. Sure, right, well, it's too bad. Because now it's time for... Join us as we unravel the magic behind some of Disney's most beloved pieces of music. It's Spectro Time! This magic night, a million stars will play beside us, cast a spell of Oh, Jeremy. It's been a long, long time, my friend. How are you? It feels so good. So good to be back on the main show with the Spectro Time segment ready to go. God. I oh, know. No. <laughs> just keep it going. Oh, no. Just all night long. All night long. Everything has you to You just run. can't stop now. <laughs> I don't know really what I'm doing, but I better... Quick, take your keep, whole Spectro thing. Better... Keep booming. Take your whole segment, <laughs> run it through ChatGPT, and say, make this rhyme. Make it rhyme. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing. We're talking about Animal Kingdom, huh? During the holidays. Animal Kingdom at Christmas. Animal Kingdom might be, I said this before I we went to break, the best themed park that Disney has left. It won't last much longer because now that they've finished ruining Epcot, you can tell some of these announcements are starting to turn their attention. They're like, like we can't have a good park over there. We've got to go ruin that too. So get there while you can. 
Of course, one of my favorite elements of theming is audio. And Disney's Animal Kingdom has a soundtrack to Christmas that is as unique as the park itself and yet is remarkably simple. The area music of the park during the rest of the year features a playlist that is a mixture of custom Disney music written specifically for the park and third-party music specifically curated to create a global sound that leans heavily into Asian and African beats and instruments. For the Christmas version of the park's main area loop, Disney looked to just two commercially available albums, though probably not prominently known. The first album, which comprises most of the seasonal area music, is Jose Luis Madueño and Rick Ricardo Silva's Afro-Andina Christmas album. It's a mouthful. It's, yeah, it's hard. Now, Jose Luis Madueño is a notable Peruvian pianist, known not only for his piano playing, but his abilities on the flute, the, the pan flute, the cana, which is an Andean flute played by the native peoples of the Andes Mountains. He's also known as a composer, producer, and arranger. Ricardo Silva, whom he partnered with for this album, is also a versatile Peruvian musician. The album was actually the brainchild of Silva, who sought out Madueño for the collaboration. Take a listen to number one, just to start to give you a flavor of the feeling of this album. <laughs> a little breakdown. Yeah. It's also very happy sounding. I don't know if that's, if it's, I don't know. It just the sounds flute like, and the guitar. Yeah, or whatever. it's just yeah. really happy. I like the uh, like the bass and the percussion, sort of just doing weird things with time. It it you know you could have just easily followed the arrangement of the song, but they kind of you know did a little drum kick there and slowed it down a little bit. It was that was pretty cool. You know, you're so intuitive, you're so intelligent because you're actually <laughs> getting to something, uh, a point that I'm about. Uh, I will make um, in a little bit, but it's about the rhythms that are in this. So when All they right. were looking. To create this, they wanted to create a family album, but they also wanted to explore how traditional Christmas music would sound played using an array of traditional Peruvian and South American instruments and rhythms. So let's take mm. a listen to number two to how those rhythms come through. By the way, Eric, remember when I said this is my favorite segment? Take some notes because Jeremy complimented me several times. Oh, okay. Profusely uh, fell so, over himself. Uh, all right. There's, there was another so. old man who who drew things. Uh, Jason, you're very handsome today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. That yeah, makes sense. That's all how it works. All right. I get it. Yeah. It's pay to play, baby. like it that first part was it was like a driving kind of like beat to it well that song's called the little drummer boy so i would imagine that it would have well, a pretty strong beat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i love music i'm a big music fan. you are so in tune like yeah. you knew that that was a drummer boy song <laughs> see eric this is what you do. do you guys know what the second song was no i don't actually remember let me make sure if i can play it again oh yeah little drummer boy yeah <laughs> that driving beat but it's that bass that kind of like thumping bass really drives it home all right what's this song yeah i know it but i don't know it what is it come all you faithful what no i don't know man it's called mary's boy child yeah mary's boy i've never heard of it before so I was just curious if you did. It sounded somewhat familiar, but I don't, I don't know. Probably making that up. In the album, you can hear rhythms from various regions of South America. So while these two artists are from Peru, they and they they focused on Peru and Peru surely comes through here. But there's also there's elements of samba coming in from Brazil. There's traditional jaropo from Venezuela, the chacarera from Argentina. They've woven all of these different styles and dances and rhythms into a lot of the songs in this album. In this clip, you can really hear how they played with the various rhythms. Take a listen to number three. 
like it. Yeah, I like the little clap on it. That's yeah. good. I love the clap. There's so much syncopation in both of those two tracks. Um, I, I love it. I, this is one of my favorite. I only know this album because of Animal Kingdom, and now it's one of my favorite Christmas albums just to play anyway. But of course, I hear it all the time on Spectro Radio. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. On <laughs> where? The new? Is that a new? Yeah. Remember one time you okay. called, because the web address is spectroradio.us, and you said it was spectroradio.bs. <laughs> wow i don't remember that but i often don't remember the times when i've been yeah hilarious. that was another time that you were so hilarious <laughs> <laughs> am I, eric you're getting am a master I taking class over now? right now it's <laughs> 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 a master class eric. so that is afro and dina christmas the first album that's most of the music um you can find it on itunes you can find it on amazon if you want to hear it go get it i think it would add a nice spice to your christmas traditions this year the second album that you can hear in the area music is steel drum christmas by bill bass who is known by many as one of the best steel pianists in the virgin islands take a listen to his tracks from steel drum christmas that appear number four he's a, he's the best steel what panist because they, they're called the steel what is a panist so he's a panist not a oh. pianist a panist not a pianist not a not a pan flutist yeah. Oof. Not not a something else that I heard. Okay, here we go. The the steel pans, the, the drums or whatever steel drums, they're like deceptively simple or not simple the other way around deceptively complicated <laughs> they look really easy you know what i mean because you just see the guy and you're like oh he's just beating all over the head of this you know this bottom of the steel barrel uh but you hear the notes and they're so complicated there's so many there's such a broad spectrum within that i don't know i like it yeah i always think any instrument that doesn't have like specific keys i mean all all instruments are difficult in their own way but if you're playing something like the trombone the violin, the steel pan, they don't have a a place that you press. Like you have to sort of just feel. I mean, I think the steel pans are are hammered out in certain places, but you know, like a trombone, you just have to use yeah. muscle memory. All these instruments, a, a piano, yeah, right. you press C and you get C. You press E and you get E. You know, like there's no, you don't have to have, I mean, you have to have muscle memory for other things. I just think it's interesting, these instruments where you, there's not specific keys to press that make it. I feel seen since you've you've called out the trombone, my my main <laughs> instrument. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you rode the bone. <laughs> yeah, I played. I played all, <laughs> all the way through college. Oh God! Sorry, Jeremy, we had, I love you. <laughs> when I when I was in school and I was in marching band in college, um, we used to do. I don't know why I'm telling this story. It's terrible. Uh, we used to, when we would march in a parade, we would do what we call horn swings and everybody, all the sections of their own and the trombones would put the trombone between their legs and like ride it like a cowboy. And they called that riding the bone. So I have never done such a vulgar thing with my trombone in, in, in a parade. Or well, at least goodness. not this week. <laughs> But after you arrive at Animal Kingdom, there's more Christmas to be had than just the area music, of course, Jason, or well, there used to be. One of the hallmarks of a Disney park used to be the afternoon parade. It also used to be the nighttime electrical parade, but they took those away as well, it seems. <laughs> um, arriving in 2000... We've, we've all been bad fans for the past decade, so they're, they're, we're on the naughty list. We are on the naughty list. <laughs> Actually, that's something we should ask for in our Santa Iger letter. Can we have a, a, an Ooh. electrical parade back? How about that? Mm. Well, yeah. I, get, I get mad like, <laughs> like you could just feel the anger <laughs> yeah. just boils to the surface arriving in 2001 and running to 2014 every afternoon guests could enjoy Mickey's Jammin' Jungle Parade 
The parade consisted of a mixture of variously styled safari vehicles, along with large animal puppets that looked as though they were created by folk artists, along with performers on stilts and Disney characters. But during the Christmas season, the parade became Mickey's Jingle Jungle Parade and got a festive holiday overlay. The overlay started in 2004, and just like the Jam and Jungle Parade, it celebrated the culture and music of indigenous people around the world. Though now the parade floats and performers were decked out in their finest Christmas adventure clothing. And the soundtrack... (laughs) (laughs) I love going on a Christmas adventure. Yeah, like, what what is that? My favorite thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) And the soundtrack featured a holiday riff on the usual Jam and Jungle Parade soundtrack. Take a listen to number five. Now, the the Jingle Jungle Parade is a long one, so this is a little bit of a long clip because I wanted to capture all the various segments of it. But here's number five, Jingle Jungle. a lot there, Jeremy. I feel like you picked very good clothes. I really liked the xylophone. Oh, sure. I Honestly, <laughs> like, I picked that out the most. I was like, that's really, like, that was some solid xylophone play. It was a solid xylophone. Words I always say, <laughs> what? by the way. Solid xylophone. <laughs> solid xylophone playing, brother. Good yeah, job, You gotta write man. the phone. Now, the thing about the, xy- the thing about that parade, though, and what I love is it's true to the DNA of the park. And like, just like the, the Afro Indina Christmas, the rhythms are syncopated. There's a lot of different, um, global, globally inspired rhythms and instruments and things being showcased. And also like that is one of the most upbeat parade soundtracks I've heard Disney do. Uh, like, and when that's ending, like I'm like, I need to stand up. It was so good. It was just well executed. Yeah, it sounded very, very well put together, very intentional, very, uh, like you said, reminiscent of the spirit of the park. Well, and it, there's such a huge contrast because, you know, my my main experience with, I guess, an event or a, a production of Disney during the holidays is the fireworks and the when it snows on mm-hmm. Main Street, that whole thing. And that's, all, of course, like very classic Christmas music, um, but teetering on almost sad it's not sad. It's but like a melancholy thing to it. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, mellow. Melancholy also. Some, sometimes it, when, when people or places or, or events or whatever, nouns, um, <laughs> um, try to like remind us of nostalgia <clears throat> or like play on our emotions, it is frequently, I find, very almost somber esque. Yes, somber. Yeah. That's a, that's a perfect word for it. And what, we just heard was the exact opposite mm-hmm. of that. And that's what right. I want. I do I do like the snow on Main Street, but I, I cry every time. And I'm thinking now, I think that's because it's kind of sad <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Well, imagine if there was snow on Main Street during this. <laughs> that's a party. Like so many You know what I mean? I think that could be this could be that could be better. It would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is that element of Christmas that has like a solemnity to it that, you know, you just, you know, oh, holy night, you know, there is that. And like, it, I know like whenever Chris, like radio stations start playing Christmas music in November, you're like, it's too early. It's it's Veterans Day. I can't hear Silent Night yet. Like that. Leave that for the 23rd and the 24th <laughs> yeah. of December. But there is the also the festive element. And that's fun and partying. And yeah, so I like I agree. I like that 
that element of it. I want this to be my my playlist, right? Yeah. This is a better play Christmas playlist to me. When nightfall comes to Animal Kingdom, there's more holiday magic in store. In 2016, Disney debuted Tree of Life Awakenings, an evening series of projection mappings that take place on the park's icon, the towering 145-foot-tall Tree of Life. The Awakenings are four separate short projections with a unique soundtrack by Andrew Lockington. But during the Christmas time season and starting in 2019, two Christmas versions were added called First Snow and Northern Lights. First Snow is all about the animals experiencing the transition from autumn into winter with that first snow and how they sort of experience that. And so you could picture images of Bambi and Thumper when the, the pond first freezes over and they're catching snowflakes. So I again, I love now this is perfect. This is exactly how you integrate when you want to put IP into something. What a great story to tell. You're talking about that at Animal Kingdom, the changing of the seasons, how the animals would react to seeing snow. I mean, we all know what it's like if you have a dog or something and they the first time they go out in the snow and they play. It's perfectly natural to put these characters, these IP characters in there and do that. So what a genius way to do it rather than the crowbar that they're using over at Epcot. <laughs> uh, the second story is Northern Lights, and this is all about the season of light. The holiday and winter season, the winter sky is so cold, crisp and clear that you can see the northern lights. And this is how the animals first react to seeing those lights in the evening. So now I'm going to take you through a little bit of that soundtrack, which is number six. But a disclaimer, this soundtrack has never been commercially released. So the audio here is not as clear as what you're used to me bringing. Oh, <clears throat> pirates. All right, here we go. Very good. Almost uh, inspirational, very uplifting, but also moving. Well, I think you can kind of hear that it like is telling a story. It's telling a story. It's doing it in a way that's perfect for Animal Kingdom. Great use of Disney characters. And, you know, the reason that they have to do these projection shows at Animal Kingdom is because they can't use pyrotechnics there because it would disturb the animals. So right. they use these oh, quieter yeah. projection shows with the music and late lights sometimes in order to uh, still give you a nighttime spectacular, but be nice to the animals. So and that is the music of Christmas at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I love it. Very good. Thank you. Good job, Jerry. Good to do it again. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I really do want that album. The, the area music. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's so, that's awesome. But I'll just listen to Spectre you Radio. All, you can do that, too. Now, <laughs> every year, I, so this is just a little plug, um, If since you're bringing up listening to it on Spectre, you know, once the 23rd, I, I, you know, now you'll hear me, Christmas music maybe every three songs, every four songs. But from the 23rd through the 25th, it go, I go hard for Christmas. So... <laughs> Um, Got to. You can, you can, you know, on Christmas Day, it's all you're going to hear. There'll be, you know, I'll do morning parades. You're going to hear the candlelight processional at midnight every night. Like, so it's going to be, it's going to be great. Tune into Spectro. I will be the soundtrack to your Christmas. Yeah. Yay. (laughs) Very good. That's awesome. And if you need a good beer to drink with the soundtrack to Christmas, find a perfect beer in the 21st Amendment's wild lineup. Of great craft beers, wherever craft beer is sold, you can look for the Hell or High series, whatever might be out now. I know there's Fireside Chat, there's Monk's Blood. If you're local, that might be more of a local thing. We picked some up last time we were there a couple months ago. Still tasting great. There's a whole lot of stuff out there. 
Uh, of course, they uh, are the kings of the IPA, the packaged IPA. Uh, it's very hard to do to package an IPA and then ship it around the country and still have it taste good. But they do a really good job. So check those out wherever you can find great craft beer. And if you can't find it, ask wherever you get beer. Ask them to bring some 21st Amendment in because it's really good stuff. And if you're in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area, be sure to visit their brew pub at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco or just right across the bay in San Leandro with their giant brewery. And you can go and uh, maybe get a tour from them and, uh, you know, taste a lot of really great beers. So check them out. I do can, like can this Can I song. drink a different IPA right now? No. Yeah, Celebration <laughs> is fine. Celebration's like uh, everyone's okay. hall pass, you know? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, honey, honey, if you could drink another beer, what would it, what would it be? Celebration. Um, celebration. What? It's okay. You have to. You have to do it. Um, okay, let's get out of here, everybody. What do you think of that? We are going to leave. We're going to get out of here. We're going to get ready for the secret show. Like usual, I'll go ahead and just pop over to that chat and uh, make that live and, and get that up and running while we make our drink. And then we have a lot of news. There's been some weird stuff going on in uh, in Disney World. Um, maybe we'll get a review about how we're TikTok bros after this one, Jeremy. But uh, I don't know if you saw like the line cutters, uh, the whole business with the line cut in line at Soren. Oh man, yeah. I get and I got video, and it's it's. I know, and then they doxed. The- yeah, it's weird, huh? man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, the internet, the internet doesn't around. play. The Disney man. fans dox those two right. In short order. That's awesome. Uh, I actually couldn't watch it I, yeah. because it made me sad. And like, I just saw them in like giving them the oh, finger. No. And yeah. I was like, I'm not turning the audio on because I don't want to hear it. It like made me sad. No, it's bad. I mean, you can tell they were drunk and it was, it was, it's awful. But yeah, we'll watch it. Maybe not all of it. It's like three minutes. Mm. But then there's a bunch of follow up videos. And it's, yeah, the guy like posted two apology videos, but they weren't really apologies. Yeah. It's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> anyway, check oh. it out. Speaking of drunk, I've got a lot of ginger. It's great. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, we'll see you in the parks.